We will go ahead and get started with our Verizon IndyCar Series post-race press conference, joined now by Scott Dixon, driving the number nine PNC Bank Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing, who finished third in today's Kohler Grand Prix. This is Scott's sixth consecutive top five finish here in 2018, including two wins at Detroit and Texas. Scott, you started eighth, actually the lowest position you've ever started here at Road America, but able to wait, work your way up to the podium. What did you and the team work on throughout the race to get you into that position? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, had we started a little further up, you know, I think we could have had a good shot at, you know, trying to trying to fight for the win today. Um, you know, the PNC Bank car had good speed. We knew that, you know, qualifying was just just bad placement, really. It's what it came down to. You know, we uh, we went out of the pits and, you know, there was five cars that left in front of us and then, uh, you know, had the 10 car coming on a lap behind. So it was, you know, it was really hard to get position. So I had to wave off my first lap and... And then the car just wasn't up to 10 for the second. So it, uh, that was frustrating. You know, I think we should have started a lot further up. Um, you know, then today at the start, it was just, you know, trying to keep it out of, you know, Will had obviously a bit of a problem. We were in the in the outside lane and, and um, you know, the, everybody lost momentum there. Uh, unfortunately, when I kept looking in the mirror, you know, to the right, um, you know, the, 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 uh, the track was filled with cars, so I couldn't really pull over. So I lost uh, quite a few positions there, maybe a couple. Um, you know, and then we had to really, you know, fight to get through. But uh, the car was pretty good on on long stint. You know, I think for us, the the saving grace was saving grace was probably the black black tire stint uh, stint too. Um, you know, we closed a, a hefty gap there. Uh, we were able to save fuel early in the first uh, first stint, which enabled us to go a lap longer than everybody. And, and then we had that overcut for for the rest of the race. So it's uh, you know, I think speed wise, we were right there. Um, you know, had a bit of a crack at at uh, Hunter Ray on his outlap on the last stint there, but uh, cooked it too much and going into 14, got a bit loose and lost momentum. That would have been really the only the only chance of, of passing him. So uh, all in all, great points day for us. You know, extended our lead in the championship, which, uh, you know, which is important, but, um, you know, we've definitely got to get our uh, act together and qualifying. Questions for Scott? Yes, Dave. You were talking about the... The, ch the chance for Hunter Ray. You're saying 14 after he came out of the pits. Have you talked to him or coming up when, when he was coming out of the pits? No. So yeah, he. Uh, I got to him on the on his outlap. You know, it was his outlap uh, in 14, where you know I was very close to him going into 14, and just uh, went a little too deep, got sideways uh, when I was on trail break and and lost momentum. That would have been, I think, a good shot. You know, he'd been struggling a little bit uh, throughout the race in 14. I think our car was was very good through 14, one and three. Um, but yeah, just uh, got a little aggressive there and lost momentum. Wouldn't it? I mean, typically, it would, the earlier in that lap you can make the pass, the yeah, there was too much of a gap, you know, like um, the undercut, it was the first time we tried to go the other way, we tried to, to undercut the leaders, um, you know, on reds, we thought it might have been quite good, but still uh, getting up to speed on the outlap is, is not as fast as, you know, your rolling lap, um, you know, even at the end of a stint, so we had to uh, try and close that gap, I, th I had a pretty good run on him, uh, you know, going into to Canada corner as well, we just kept closing the gap, but it was, you know, it was quite tough to get close. Uh, but the best moment would have been front straight exit of 14. Uh, Scott, how physical was a caution-free race after at Road America, especially after you know a 24-hour race for you last week? Uh, it wasn't too bad, you know. I think um, you know everybody's you know pretty fit at this stage of the season. Um, you know, and the straights here are very long, so you know uh, on the physical side, I didn't find it. Uh, I didn't find it that that bad, to be honest. Scott, how much fun was it to drive this car with a less downforce and you know, requires more driver input? 
Uh, was it very enjoyable being at this track? Uh, I think as far as configurations here and, and Indy Road Course are the closest to the packages we had last year um, because we were trimmed so much in, in last year's configuration. So I think it's only it was only a difference of a few hundred hundred pounds. Um, so yeah, here here and Indy Road Course are the closest that we had uh, to, to match to last year. So all in all, um, it's it still seems like uh, you know people are trying a big step you know some guys were quite trim um the um, you know the hard part with this era kit is that the the trim levels are pretty coarse you know it's it's nothing there's no real fine tuning um but i think that's good you know because sometimes some people just get it you know really wrong and and we saw that today so um yeah i, I don't know i'm still uh i'm still not totally sold on the low downforce you know situation um you know i think the front wing needs to go through a bit of uh, change to to make the racing a little bit better it seems like it's quite inefficient in traffic so i know uh you know everybody's working on that and looking at that for the future dix it seems like in recent races whenever you come into the pits you come out either ahead of somebody or having knocked off tents if not a full second what are you doing there these guys like got bionics going on there, there's been a noticeable change but uh is it an actual change, or has that just been going on? We haven't noticed. Uh, I think um, you know. I think you know. It's it's something our team definitely you know focuses on a lot. You know, is, is the pit stops. It's you know for me as a driver, it's something that you can you can uh, you know pick up spots very easy. Uh, it's a lot easier to do it in the pits than out on the track. And you know, I think Phoenix was the first uh, the first big one this year. I think we came in. You know, we'd had a horrible qualifying, but you know, gained seven seven spots on the first pit stop. So that's uh, that was pretty significant. But um, yeah, I think. Um, they're just extremely consistent. You know, they're, they're not trying anything fancy. They're just making sure that they get through it. And, you know, over the course of a race, you know, that, that really adds up. But, um, yeah, I think strategy has been part of it too. But, you know, the pit stop guys are just, uh, they've been phenomenal this year. Bruce? Scott, you may have answered this already, but when you were coming down the front stretch and first and second, New Garden and Hunter Ray were coming out of the pits, did your eyes get real big? Did you think, I got them? Uh, I knew on the undercut was, was going to be difficult, um, you know, and, and especially with everybody going to new reds at the end, it was, it was uh, you know, they come in really quick. Uh, the blacks, for me at least, uh, you know, the first couple of laps in the high-speed corners were very difficult to, to get the front to, to bite. Um, so, you know, I actually preferred the blacks. You know, I felt like our black stint was very strong, but the first two or three laps, you know, he lost a ton of time. So, um yeah, I knew it would be. Uh, I knew it'd be interesting, but but uh, obviously, you know, uh, two big talents in front and, and trying to get by them is, is going to be something else. Any final questions for Scott? Uh, <clears throat> Joseph won Chevrolet, seven out of ten Hondas. What's the big difference on a course like this between the two? Uh, I, th I think they're pretty evenly matched, to be honest, at the minute. Um, they do it in a bit of a different way, I think. Um, you know, I think the Honda fuel mileage drivability and, and uh, general race power is, is very strong. Um, you know, and peak power maybe on the other side is a little bit better. Uh, with the long straights here, I think, you know, we, we saw them sort of come back, you know, whereas Detroit, they struggled, they struggle a lot more with the mid-range. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think outside of the Penske cars, you know, uh, the other manufacturer struggled pretty big this weekend, um, you know, which is good for the Honda camp, and you know, hopefully it carries on throughout uh, you know, the rest of the season. Scott, thank you very much. Thank you. See you in Iowa. We will welcome in our second-place finisher, Ryan Hunter-Ray, driving the number 28 DHL Honda for Andretti Autosport. A new best finish here for Ryan at Road America, also his fifth consecutive top-time finish, including a win in Detroit. 
Ryan, you were strong the whole race. It seemed like you were going to contend for a win with Joseph there uh, really throughout the whole race. Did you feel like you might have had something for him and things just changed throughout the course of the, of the race event? Yeah, I felt like um, we had the pace for him, especially the first two stints. Um, you know, I, I really thought like it was going to be uh, a really good race between us, um, whether it be first, second, third, fourth stint. I didn't know when it was going to come. I, in hindsight, I probably should have pressured him a bit more, went for it a bit more in the first stint. Um, but we were focused on a fuel number at the time. So unfortunately, that uh, pesky fuel number comes into play and um, can't really go hard. So in the end, you know, the last two stints, I thought he did a really good job. Uh, he turned it up a bit. And when he was on his reds and my blacks, I just couldn't keep up with them, especially in the dirty air. Um, so the last stint, we were pretty evenly matched, I think, on the last stint. Um, and then uh, right at the end of the last end, I got a little bit loose, and he started to pull away a little bit more, but I think the damage was done at that point. So I, I thought for sure the first stint that we were going to have a really uh, really good race between the two of us. Questions for Ryan? Any questions? Dave. You're an absolute newbie outsider. You look at this and you said, oh, a guy led 53 of 55 laps, only gave it up in the pits. Must have been an easy day. Uh, obviously, that's selling him short. What, how hard was that to accomplish what he did? I mean, he had a good car, stayed up front, great race, dri uh, race car driver. I mean, uh, you know, that's, that's, what he's, that's, what he's, that's what he drives for Penske for. That's what he's hired to do. It was not easy behind the wheel today, I'll tell you that. We were pushing each other 110%. Um, we were ragging it out there. And then with Dixon, you know, behind us on hot tires as we came out of the pits on cold, definitely earned the money today. But um, I was hoping to make it more interesting for the fans, not only on the TV, but uh, here in Road America, just um, – I thought I could really give him a run for the money, like I said earlier in the race, but just never came to fruition. Um, I was hoping for a yellow to mix things up. Had a yellow come out, he would have been the car in front, punching the air like you see on a Noble, right? And you get that draft car behind, going to gonna have to pop out and pass somewhere. So I was hoping for that scenario. Never came, though. Ryan, as you continue with these consecutive top five finishes, you're moving further and further up the point standings. What does a weekend like this mean to you in terms of the overall picture of the championship? Very important. Unfortunately, Joseph, what, this is third win, I think, of the year? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, so that's, you know, once you get into the three and four win category, that's when championships are, you know, that's, that's where you look at past championships, and usually they have three, four, five wins in them. So he's getting into that territory now. We're going to have to start ranking in some more wins. Um, but, yeah, being there, being second now in the points, uh, continually moving up, um, you know, I think back to, like, Long Beach and – and the electrical issue we had at, at um, NDGP, had those not happened, man, we'd be, we'd be way, up, way up in front. So just got to keep pushing it. Just got to keep, uh, keep pushing, and we're going for race wins, you know. Hopefully we can get back on our stride like we were at 12, 13, and 14 at Iowa, make something happen there. So that would be uh, – we're going testing there, so that's my, that's my objective at the moment. And that was my next question for you. You've had such a strong performance at Iowa. Joseph also has one there, and so do a few other drivers. But heading into a weekend like that, what are your thoughts knowing that you're coming off of such positive momentum? Yeah, it's a new car, so you don't know what you're going to have. But I uh, love that racetrack. And um, now if only we can add the Milwaukee Mile back on, I'll be a happier person. So that, that would be – maybe we can, we can put the Mil Milwaukee Mile at the end of the season or I don't know how we do it just to get the two Road America and Milwaukee Mile away from each other, um, you know, on the calendar. But I think I'm dreaming. Ryan, I'll ask you a little bit the same question I asked Scott. When you're coming out of the pits and you're, here comes Dixon at full speed, 
did your eyes get real big thinking, oh, no, he's got me? I didn't think he got he has me. I just knew I was going to have my hands full. Uh, Scott Dixon's not the guy you want to see on hot tires when you're on cold, you know. Uh, kind of picture his hair on fire when he's coming behind you. Um, he's definitely not the guy you want to see behind you. Uh, but I knew I had a good car. I just had to be patient, put the car in the marks where I needed to, make my, you know, hit my apexes and put my power down where I needed to, and I'd be fine. Um, we had loads of overtake left, so I had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of missiles still under the wing to go. So unfortunately, I didn't get to use them on Joseph. Any final questions for Ryan? Chris. A lot of drivers describe this as their favorite track or one of the best tracks that they run on. How rewarding is it to be able to push as hard as you can and still come up with a good result like this, even though it wasn't the result you wanted? Yeah, it's not nice for sure, starting third. Um, I'll tell you, going green the whole way was a lot of fun, though. Um, not the result I wanted. I thought we'd, like I said, I thought we'd be a bit better go knowing how the uh, first outing went, the first stint went, and how close we were to Joseph. But, um, yeah, getting around here for however long it was, a full race distance, going 100%. Um, I rode American and IndyCar. doesn't get much better than that for a driver. So good fun day, one, one position short. Any last questions for Ryan? Ryan, we'll see you in Iowa. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day.